And there it goes. All right. <laughs> and thanks for joining us, guys, for another episode of the Thick and Thin Podcast. As always, it's me, Anthony Cardoza. Today, and maybe uh, for weeks to come, who knows, she'll be popping by. Um, it's my goddaughter, my cousin, the light of my light, Marissa Vickers. Hello. You guys know her. You love her. Love her. She's back. She's got some uh, political statements to make <laughs> and uh, people to kill, so she's... <laughs> I know, I, I felt bad saying a couple things on the last one. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't say it again. Oh, go ahead. She likes to um, use profanity you know, and degrade yeah. people. It's kind of her thing, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> so this week I was going to do an episode by myself, which I'm not really fond of. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind them. I just think that... I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm like, this is my point of view and you guys should yeah. listen to it. I feel like um really full of myself if I have something that I'm trying to say or I don't know. I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. So I, to me, I'm, I just try to tell stories or mm-hmm. give it like a recap or something like what's going to come up, yeah. like what I'm trying to do, that sort of thing. Yeah. And at least that way I get an episode out there every week and it's not uh, just about me and shit. Yeah. But it is. Let's talk about... <laughs> What we were saying earlier about, um, just real quick about, because again, I feel a little narcissistic when I do a se- like an episode of myself. Yeah. What do you think, we were talking about our pictures and the background of our pictures on our cell phone. Oh, yeah. What they are. Uh-huh. So, the wallpaper on your phone. Yeah, the wallpaper on your phone. So let's just, let's just play with that idea real quick. Mm-hmm. So what's, what do you have on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> what's the background? What's your screen So saver? So my lock screen is a picture of me and my friend Paige when we were in Oregon. We're just like walking and the street is cool. I have it because it makes me, that was, we took a business trip to Oregon. So we were like shooting, doing a lot of fun stuff. So it's kind of motivational and like a fun moment, a fun memory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's not even your face. It's the back of your head. No, it's the back of us walking. My other friend took it of us and we're just crossing the street. (laughs) Um, But my wallpaper... Um, is a picture of Shia LaBeouf as Creeper from the new movie Tax Collector. Which we're going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep, we are. Um, it's just like a, a picture that they took of him for, I think they like, that. I, like that's not his photo. They It was from like a photo shoot or something. Yeah, it's interesting because like, he's all crotch that. open. He's sporting the... Yeah, so <laughs> let, me, let me explain it to you guys. So... <laughs> He's obviously sitting in a studio room because there's a like a gray backdrop. The picture is in black and white. He has no shirt on, so you see all of his. <laughs> I was gonna say delicious tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got so if you guys haven't seen Tax Collector, he's got a full body piece, so well, chest okay. plates, abs, right? Yeah. So he actually had some of that before. He had the portrait of his parents already with a couple little things. Oh. So he got the word creeper along with the filling like above and below. Okay. Yeah. Don't you love how I know that? Yeah. Um, well, we, me and my buddy Daniel, um, f- shout out to Frap, we were talking about that and we thought it was the full thing. And I was like, he had to have got that. He wanted to get that anyway, mm-hmm. is what I was thinking. And he's like, well, fuck it. At least it's yeah. for a movie I did. It's not just me. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't know there was a picture of his parents. So, like, was- the, the clown and the woman, that's his, those are his parents. Oh. Remember in Honey Boy? Yeah, because in Honey Boy, his dad's a clown. In real life, he was oh, a clown. Oh, wow. So, that's his dad and then that's his mother. And he had that already tattooed. Is on his him. nipple the mom's nipple? Or is that just uh, a I don't know, coincidence? It almost looks like her chest cleavage is <laughs> coming in with his. <laughs> oh, that's a cool picture. Yeah, see, isn't it cooler now? It's not just like a cute picture of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I'm going like... to have to talk to Frapp about that. Yeah, because we, we were like, that's kind of crazy. but No, yeah. That's a, yeah, no okay. but he for sure got like the creeper and then the shading above and below his parents' portraits for the role. 
So back to the picture. It's black and white. Um, he's sitting without a shirt on. He has some shorts on with his legs wide open. Mm-hmm. Crotch shot. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> in his left hand, he has a little coffee cup. In his right hand, he has a cigarette that he's smoking. And he has some finger tattoos. I don't really know what they say. But yeah. See, and like, some sunglasses. I think the clown, you just think of the cholo thing. Because, you know, the smile mm-hmm. now. I think my brother has. Everybody I know. Is yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it's no, like, it's just because his dad was actually a clown. Yeah. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. Okay. Cool. Cool. So what do you think that says about me, though? I would think about it as... First of all, if it was just a picture of yourself, like posing, I would yeah. think you're insane. One hundred percent agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. This would be so many people like that's no, no, not no. true. <laughs> and, um, you might want to rethink that if yeah. that's what you're thinking right now. But even posting the picture of my lock screen, the back of me, I was just like, is that a little bit like? No, it's me, I th- it looks like you're going on an adventure and you're with one of your buddies, which yeah. is what you do. You have a lot of friends and you travel yeah so it's a good says a lot about you yeah and it like reminds me of that every time my phone like lights up yeah it's child above i would think of it just as if um i think i used to do that a lot when i was younger i would put pictures of girls i thought were hot in the background yeah so before shia labeouf i actually had harry styles with mm-hmm. the mexico flag okay and then uh, now that um shia labeouf took on this new role with like he uh, became your creeper exactly so you know it's like a I love my Mexican heritage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the white boys that. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> definitely um, chameleons because we're Native Americans. We yeah. have Hispanic blood in us and we can pass for white sometimes. Yeah, a lot of people like can't tell me that. Yeah. So. But I'm only like a quarter white. And we are loyal to none. Ex- um. yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know if I would say okay, that. Okay, so my backdrop is yeah. It's pretty much the What's same. What's your lock screen? My lock screen is the same. Uh, it's just a military guy, and he's. It says it's never fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> I think total guy thing to have. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's just more for me. When I get pissed off, I'll look at it like it's keep fucking fighting, over. bro. Yeah. yeah. So keep I don't know. Pushing. What does that say about me? Is, and it's the same as your. Yeah. Wallpaper. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it says like anything other than what you just described it as. Yeah. Cause it's total, a total guy thing, but like, I understand the meaning behind it because it has words on it. It's not just like a picture of a guy with a gun. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, uh, I'll, I'll listen to in the morning, I'll listen to like rise and grind, which mm-hmm. is a motivational thing. It's just like, get the fuck up and do yeah. it. You know, that inspires me. Yeah. I'm not too big on positive reinforcement is as much as it is like sort of the military style of like fucking yeah. grind no one gives a shit let's go yeah. like that kind of stuff gets me fired up yeah ah, i take well, off and, <laughs> <laughs> and we look at our phones so much throughout the day like even just our lock screen to see if like anyone has texted us or if we need to check up on something mm-hmm. so i feel like to have something motivational is what everyone should kind of be having on their lock screen well it's it's funny too because I deleted, well, I haven't gone on Instagram at all regularly. You know, I, I go yeah. on almost every day to check my messages and mm-hmm. then I, I put it away. Same. I try not to scroll. Yeah. But yeah, I'll scroll. I notice lately I'll do like two or three, like whatever's at the top. Cause usually that's like my closest friend stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll go like two or three photos and then just exit out of all of it. See, I'll start scrolling and all of a sudden two minutes will go by and I'm like, fuck. Uh... <laughs> I just get caught up in that moment. Yeah. So now I, I notice a lot of times I pull out my phone, I click it, I look at the picture and I just put it back. Cause mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, stop looking at your phone all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, so, it's such a hard habit. Yeah, it is. I heard that there was a, a doctor who puts, you know, an anesthesiologist or whatever. And he was saying that when people go under, 
the first thing they do when they wake up is they grab their genitals. Like, uh, it's just a reaction for guys. You know, mm-hmm. I do it when I wake up. It's like you go for your junk. Everything's good? Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. And they were saying that now they noticed when they people wake up, they go for their phone. Oh. Like, it's an unconscious thing. They just reach out and they start yeah. patting their, their pockets to grab their phone. I wonder why. You think it's because they have a lot to hide, so they wonder if someone stole their phone? Those sluts. I don't know. Yeah. It could be. They're like, my nudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dick pic dot delete yeah. the dick pic if i don't make it <laughs> you're like um are you okay <laughs> so that was just something interesting that i had heard yeah so should we get into the tax collector yeah let's do it movie review oh you know what real quick before we move on what's a what would be a, i like to ask people red flags i just think it's funny when uh-huh. there's certain so many things set people off yeah what my buddy Steve was saying when people don't put the shopping carts back, he's like, fuck that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It tells a lot about a person. <laughs> it's So there's certain things that people gauge things off of, like, yeah. oh, what they're reading or what they like to watch. or uh-huh. So what would be a red flag for you if you saw someone's... Uh, like phone? Phone, yeah. In their phone. Um, probably looking through, like, the apps. Like, or if what if they have... I don't know. I think people's apps on their phone tell a lot about them too. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only their backgrounds. This guy's that, on Grinder. <laughs> exactly. But their apps. But I mean, what if they have like a lot of games? Like you just have enough free time to play games on your phone all day or oh. what? Or if they have a lot of dating apps. You know, like I'm, what if they have Grinder, Tinder, Hinge. They fucking. Bumble. Yeah. What else is out there? <laughs> I don't really know. Rumble sure yeah so yeah maybe their 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 apps or yeah i never look into people's like hidden folder on their phone mm. i mean i never actually looked into a guy's phone that i was dating that's good yeah i think it's a little crazy when people go through each other's phones me too i think it's one thing if sometimes my buddy noodles or something him his wife sandra like they're both some of my my best friends both of them mm-hmm and when I text one, usually the other one will respond or something like that. But I do it on purpose because mm-hmm. I'll hit up Nick. And if he doesn't answer, she'll text me on her phone like, hey, what's up? Yeah. So that sort of thing. I don't think that's crazy after a while, just knowing. But when people are like, let me see your phone, and they start going yeah. through it. I'm well, like, if you can't trust that person. Yeah, exactly. It's the intentions behind it. Right. Like your intentions are to find something that, or that you don't trust them. Then that's different. But if it's like your friends that you just talked about, it's not because they don't trust each other. Right. Mm hmm. I got you. I got you. So, okay. Yeah. Wait, what would be yours uh, on the phone? Like I said, I've never looked through anybody's phone either. I think uh-huh. it would just be that picture. That's why when you brought that up to me, I was like, that's an interesting point. Because yeah. I'll, like, you have a fucking picture of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bent over looking at a sunset. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know. I mean, t- I'm, I'm wondering like what other people think is like normal to have on your phone or not normal. Like what would be a weird picture to have? <laughs> yeah we have to i think it's very similar to social media right i talk about this all the time like when their grid is just pictures of themselves posing i'm like that's a red flag yeah that's kind of like the same thing that's what i was thinking right that's so when you said that i've that's like the one thing i do notice i never look at the type of phone they have or anything like that i would just Uh -uh. look at the pictures that they're that they're they're rocking right there yeah Hmm. or if it's their case is bedazzled yeah (laughs) i I was also thinking about doing um like doing something where it's like, what does your phone case say about you? Because right. mine is just clear with a Polaroid in the back of my little brother. That's cool though. Yeah, I like that. That's like, and he took the picture of himself on my Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. It was or very artsy. Zach's camera, I should say. So yeah. We gotta get into it. We gotta start asking people. We gotta I hit know. the streets, yeah, door to door. Excuse me. Bringing microphones and notepads everywhere. Since it's 2020. <laughs> so let's talk about the tax collector. What did yeah. you think about it? Shia LaBeouf's new movie, Tax Collector. I'm mm-hmm. not sure who the other guy that stars in it is. I don't know either because 
in all honesty, I thought Shia LaBeouf was the main character. Right. Um, that's how I feel like it was the trailer was and stuff was like him and the other guy, but they showed a lot of him when in reality, the other guy, maybe I'll look up his name. Um, the other guy was like, it was about his family. Right. It's, it's centralized around him. Child buffs his right hand man, the enforcer, yeah. sort of the, uh, the hitman of the squad. And there's also some, some pretty famous people. George Lopez is in it. He has a cameo. One of the guys from training day plays the leader of the bloods. There's, who else? Oh, his name is... His real name is Bobby Soto, but he played David. Okay, well... We'll just call him David. We'll call him Dave. Dave. So, what did you think about the movie? Um, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, there, a spoiler, too. We're probably going to give some things away. Yeah, so, so if you haven't seen the movie, definitely watch it before you listen to us, because I'm going into detail about what happened, what I like, and what I don't like. Or just fucking listen to this and then go from there, because... When somebody asked me, True. yeah, Frapp Lab and his girlfriend were like, have you seen it yet? And I was like, no. What, what, is it good or not? And they're like, well, just just watch it. I was like, True. what the fuck does that so mean? But it maybe, made it seem like it yeah. could be bad. Okay, so. maybe do this. Watch the trailer. <laughs> there you go. If you really, really are like, oh, this this is sick. Like, I would watch this, then watch it, and then listen to us. But if you watch the trailer and you're like, it seems cool, whatever, listen to us, and then see if you're going to wait. spend your time watching it. There you go. Okay, so give me give me the lowdown. Okay, it's, so. Or let's walk through it. Go ahead. Spit, hit, spit so, it. So, what I love. <laughs> about it maybe i'll just say what i love and what i don't like what i loved about it is that shia labeouf was in it um i loved that george lopez was in it and i like the angle that they played with the like devil you know mm -hmm. um so basically maybe i should give the a little santa muerte stuff is always pretty creepy it's like yeah. voodoo it's pretty creepy yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so they basically the guy david him and his family um are like the main people, you know, I don't even know how to explain like what they do. They're the tax collectors. <laughs> um, They're basically like they collect funds as part of a cartel. Yeah. In Los Angeles. So it's a cartel based movie where, you know, they're killing people and fucked up stuff like that. Meanwhile, these two guys are L.A. based and they're still collecting from local gangs, merchants and stuff like that. Yeah. So then someone else along the movie comes up to basically try and take their position um, and he challenges them. And that guy, I don't remember his name, but he is into like... Soto. Isn't it Soto? No, no, no. Oh, that, I thought it was Soto. No, he's... That's David. Yeah, no, I know it's David. I know his oh. real name is Soto, but wasn't it called Soto or something like that? Wait, wait, let me El see. El Peto. El Soto. No, I don't know. El Michibacan. Something. Um, but I like that angle because I feel like a lot of like cartel movies don't really play with like religion as much. Mm -hmm. And they... Or just like witchcraft and stuff like that. And they did. So it gave like a different element. Like there was a human sacrifice in the movie. Yeah, I liked when Shia LaBeouf was saying. When he's trying to talk. Because it was a very religious movie when you think about it. Yeah, it was. Like it's very about. He, you know, he's like, I pray to God all the time for my family. And I'm allowed to live in the darkness. But walk through the light. And he says like all this stuff. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is sort of like, oh, God's going to forgive me? And he's like, yeah, God will forgive you. And he's like, yeah. nah, like, I already know my job. It's to upset the hurt. And also, too, Shia LaBeouf, the way he talks. <laughs> so good, though. So, that's, how every, that's how Cholos talk. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so but, like, my job is to, like, upset the herd. That's my purpose on Earth <laughs> is to, like, you know. But talking. he didn't go that deep into an No, accent, that's, like, hardcore. But <laughs> Which I'm glad he didn't because I was kind of, like, I feel like movies I watch where they really force an accent or, like, a certain type of language you know it just sounds like so awkward and unauthentic and i don't like it but with him they didn't give him too many extra lines where he was pushing it i felt like it was funny when he starts talking about the keto 
The keto. I'm on this new ketogenic diet. <laughs> <laughs> I got way more energy on this stuff. It's like, it smells like ass, fool. <laughs> I liked when um, the girl came. The girl, the guy. Was his name Venom? Oh, is it Venom? I don't know. Someone said. One that of the was characters. Brian Ortega, the UFC fighter. Oh, there's a couple of UFC fighters that play different roles, too. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, the other guy that does the, like, witchcraft, whatever stuff, his girlfriend came in at one of their family parties to tell them, like, so-and-so is looking for you. You need to go over there. And she's crazy. And when she walks out, the guy, David, tells Shia LaBeouf's character, that's the female version of you. And Shia LaBeouf is like, honestly, like, I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And then that I think that's part where the movie starts to take a horrible turn. Yes. So that is where it takes a really bad turn. And oh, here's so, why. <laughs> okay. So up until that point, though, good movie or not? Cause, uh, good. A little slow. Okay. Because... It was a little slow, but they gave the background that they needed. They didn't go too in-depth with it, and they, it wasn't, like, missing anything. Okay, so for me, at this point, I think great movie. Okay. I think Cartel, they got the characters dialed in. It's not too overboard. They're yeah. doing some evil shit, but it's not to where it's still believable. Yeah. And I'm really, at this point, I'm like, this is a dope movie. Let's yeah, they see definitely what have you hooked. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and then... Equiper. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, basically the scene we just talked about where the girl comes in, they, Creeper and, aka Shia LaBeouf, and David go to meet this guy at like a, was it a bar? Or like a nightclub? Yeah. And they're basically saying like, this is your last chance, like come join us or like we're gonna kill all your family, like stuff like that. And they open up, um, I don't know, they lift a towel or something mm-hmm. and it's, Spoiler alert, George Lopez's, a.k.a. David's uncle in the movie, his head chopped off. He goes, mira, look at my head. It's gone. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. I gave room. So, yeah, from then on, um, they basically, like, say, no, we're not going to join you. They go back and they're like, okay, it's going to be like a war. Like, they're preparing. And in that scene where they're, like, preparing after... Um, the other guy comes with his crew and like basically shoots them all. Yeah, they pretty much wipe them out right then and there. Yeah. And including, they don't completely wipe out Shia LaBeouf right there, but they like shoot him. He's trying to get away and they basically capture him and take him back and then call, um, David. They FaceTime him. They FaceTime <laughs> David. I don't know how they have each other's numbers. Hey fool, you got Skype? Cause yeah. you're going to murder this fool. <laughs> and... Hey, <laughs> and they basically like stomp out Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, they smash his shins in. They like yeah. put nails in him. That girl does it. Yeah. And he I was like, he didn't play no bitch. Which yeah, because he, he was still telling her like, fuck yeah. you, fuck you. And then they he stomp his head in. For anything. Yeah, they stomp his head in. But I just thought that part was so. I was like, so that's it? Because I yeah. knew we were only like halfway through the movie. It was. A, it was. Um, I think it was an hour in. Yeah. So and then there was only like 30, 40 minutes left. Yeah. So I was, and that's when all the action was really going to start. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so you're going to have Shia LaBeouf in and he dies right before the action starts. I feel like that should have been George Lopez. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they should have, shouldn't have had the scene where they have George Lopez's head. Cause like, yeah, that was a big scene, but it wasn't as climactic as Shia LaBeouf's death in the yeah. movie. So I feel like they should have done that with George Lopez to be like, okay, this is your uncle. Like th- it's going down. Mm-hmm. And then Shia LaBeouf should have like 
died on the battleground. That's what everybody was yeah. saying. Because I talked to you. I talked to so far. I've talked to about five people, and the way that they had people die just fucked up the movie. Yeah. Because and then after that point, he's like alone. Everybody's dead, and he's like, I gotta go to the homies. And he hits up the Bloods, and all of a yeah. sudden they're like, Yeah, we got your back, man. Yeah. <laughs> Since day one, riding to the wheels fall off. Yeah. I was like. What the fuck? He's from Rival Gang. That would never fucking happen. And then it just started going downhill. Shia LaBeouf was out of it. Uh, I was just, it was yeah, rough. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, like, doesn't he have anyone else he can go to? Or, like, was that room of six guys all you have? Which right. is so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't like how Shia LaBeouf, I, I didn't, I mean, yeah, I just, I wish he was in it a little bit longer and, like, died, like, trying to fight the girl or something. Like, that would have made it. Like right, a, right. I don't know. Because yeah, he pretty much just gets taken away, and the next scene he's getting stomped out. And you're kind of like, okay, that's it. And then the movie just takes a whole turn from now this guy isn't cartel anymore. Now he's a soldier of God. Yeah. And he's going to save his family. Yeah, because in right after that, they're like, oh, like, oh, shit, this is real. So he gets his wife, and they try and get their kids and, like, leave. But in the meantime, um, the guy – we got to figure out what his name is. The – yeah, he, he comes and, like, basically kills the wife and steals the kids. So now the guy's trying to get... David's trying to get his kids back. Yeah, and so then it then turns like, to, like, a, a good guy. And he goes to the other gangsters. And they're like, yeah, we're going to load gonna up. We're going to you get your kids. Yeah, we're going to get your kids. Yeah. Dog. I'm like, like what oh, the God. <laughs> yeah, and so that's how the movie kind of ends is, like, he, he gets... It. There's, like, a fight scene and... Yeah, well, okay, there's one scene that really... There's two scenes that actually pissed me off, the, other than Shia LaBeouf dying. <laughs> but the one scene where he goes in the room, he sees the guy and the girlfriend that, like, took his kids in the room, he has a gun. He goes in and starts shooting at them. He doesn't even shoot them. I'm like, do you not know how to work a gun? Because he, <laughs> he misses, like, the guy and... Oh, when he first comes in. Yeah, right. he, mm-hmm. he shoots, like so much and mm-hmm. he barely gets the girl mm-hmm. and then the guy like he doesn't get him mm-hmm. and so they start like fist fighting mm-hmm. but i was like um you saw them through the doorway in the crack like i would have just started shooting right there like <laughs> bam bam i don't know yeah that, i was like i just hate when some movie scenes are really unrealistic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was unrealistic to me another scene that was also really unrealistic was when the girlfriend, we kind of mentioned this earlier, the girlfriend to the opposite guy that was trying to take over, when they she came to the family party, um, David's wife, like, saw her and was just, like, looking at her, like, and gave her this look, like, oh, my God, like, you're coming to my house, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, a real Heine would have <laughs> said something to <laughs> her. Hello. Yeah, I was like, if this... So I go, hold my earrings and stuff, because I'm going to, like, exactly. this is bad. I was... <laughs> I was like, if I was having a little birthday party, a quinceanera for my little girl, and some girl walked in trying to threaten my family, I would not have just let her walk out. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone in the right mind would have just let that happen. Yeah, and she's like, we're in a nice place to be ashamed if someone firebombed it, and then just leaves, and they're like, yeah, we better follow her. It was just, yeah. it got weird at that point, yeah. and I was like, fuck, I was man. like, I would not be following her. I would not even let her come into this house or I would not even have let her leave. Like they really should have just like kidnapped her right there mm-hmm. and turned the rest of the movie into like a fight scene. Yeah. And it should have just stuck to what it was where I liked how Shia LaBeouf was saying my purpose on earth is to fuck shit up and cause yeah. chaos. And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, so these guys want chaos and these guys want chaos. 
just see who wins and leave it at that. Exactly. But it turned into this dark hero where he's like, gotta get my keys and God lets me get my keys. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Like praying <laughs> the for whole USA. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> I was like, um, totally. So overall, I thought it was a bad movie. What'd you think? I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely recommend to watch it. However, if I was like, the director of that movie or i don't know i would have just done it myself a little bit differently with the storyline i think but it definitely i thought was a good movie like i liked shia labeouf in it and that was it he was really good if he wasn't in that movie would you watch it no again no yeah it was he was the only character that was the the beginning the the main guy david he wasn't bad but no he's a good actor too like he he definitely played he was convincing like his role there wasn't a time where I was just like, oh, he's not, like, killing the yeah, part. Yeah, their dialogue together was good. And yeah. then when it was just him, it took a weird turn. And I was like, eh. But I think that's more of, like, the storyline. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like if they wasn't, like, yeah, the they actors should've... in it. The actors that's why I said, like, Shia LaBeouf made that movie. And without him, it was it was bad. Yeah. And if somebody else had been playing him, it would have been just as bad. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not even really into movies like that. Mm-hmm. But because he was in it, I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. So if he wasn't in it, I definitely probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I don't cartel stuff isn't the best to me because it is so fucking violent and it is so real yeah yeah yeah. like they do fucking horrible things like that they dip each other in acid and they strangle each other and they fucking i seen this one video where this guy stole from him so they made him put his hand on uh some cinder blocks and they got an axe and they started hacking his fingers off Oh. and they after the third hack he pulled his hand away and they're like put your fucking hand back and Mm -hmm. because he still had two fingers (laughs) so he had to put his thing on and the cinder blocks are shattering underneath him so they're fucking lopping these fingers off and they cut all his fingers off and he just walks away like ah like it's stung he's all ah (laughs) i was like oh my god and my friend's aunt made me watch this and i was like why'd you make me watch that she's like it's crazy (laughs) i "I know it's fucking crazy you're like i noticed that when the first finger yeah because we were at a family party she's like anthony come here look at this as uh my friend cc's mom sylvia (laughs) and she's sitting there on the computer and i'm like oh it's a family party what are we watching (laughs) fucking guys getting his hand cut off i was like ah yeah they're a little intense yeah it's a little too much they get very um graphic oh yeah like i think even in the movie they were saying that he they killed someone they sent his mom the video and stuff like that like they do shit like that yeah you know it's fucking horrible so yeah yeah, yeah. those aren't my favorite but what's your favorite shia labeouf sort of character if you will uh probably lewis from even stevens Uh, i never even saw even stevens (gasps) oh my god i mean okay that's not my favorite and but I'm just saying that's why I originally started watching him mm-hmm. on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. He was so funny. I haven't watched that show as an adult, but as a kid, the show and the movie were like my favorite thing on Disney Channel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would you should like go back and watch it just to like see him as a young kid, especially because you've seen Honey Boy. So now you can see like his acting in Honey Boy, like the little kid, like the uh, the lines he would go over or like some of the lines in the show. Mm. So you should just watch it to see. Yeah, because like, someone the, was telling me like, "Oh, that's even Stevens." I was like, "Oh, I knew what it was. Yeah. I just didn't know." Because, and holes. I didn't see holes till holes. like four years ago. Yeah. But people were like, "Oh, holes!" And I was like, "Who?" Dig it up, on dig it. That was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. He's a great actor, and that kid too, his co-star, the the black guy with the crazy hair. Oh yeah. He's a he's a good actor. He's never like a star of anything, but uh-huh. he's always a good like. C actor who's like his buddy that's quiet. Really? Right? I have, yeah, yeah the, I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah, he's always in like shows and stuff, but he does a good job. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. I just really, I love I loved Shia LaBeouf before, but I always thought of him as like a funny character. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like Lawless and Transformers, but those just action movies aren't really my favorite. But when I watched Honey Boy, 
is when I just gained a whole new respect for him as an artist mm -hmm. or just cause yeah, having to like relive some of his childhood trauma to make that movie and play his own father. And he and wrote it in rehab and he, yeah, he wrote it while he was in rehab. He touches base on how he went to rehab or like the time era in his life that he went to rehab. Um, so yeah, I really like, respect him a lot for that. And then since I saw that movie, I've, like dove into more of his work even outside movies and just like little acting things he's done and stuff he's done for his community and the type of person he wants to be and like yeah i think he's uh i think he honestly he's probably one of the best actors of my generation yeah definitely and definitely. i i just mm -hmm. saw actually last week um peanut butter falcon Oh, I have that saved on my Amazon Prime it's list. It's good. Is it? I liked it a lot. Where yeah. He befriends a uh, autistic kid. No, he has Down syndrome. Down syndrome. Yeah. Down syndrome, and he wants to be a pro wrestler, right? And they go on a journey. Yeah. That's all yeah. I got out of it. He so like far. the 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 um character with Down syndrome like escapes the housing housing that he's living in, and he wants to somehow get like to another state to go to this wrestling school. So he meets Shia LaBeouf, and Shia LaBeouf is like, "Well, I'm getting out of here too. Like, let's just." Let's just go. And right. then uh, Dakota Johnson's also in it. Yeah, I have it saved in my Prime because it just popped up on free Prime movies. So Yeah, yeah, I watched watch it on my that. Prime. I think he's a really good – because my favorite movie is Fury. Mm -hmm. uh, Last of the Mohicans is right up there too. It can go either way. Mm -hmm. But I think I've watched Fury more. And Shia LaBeouf plays Bible, mm -hmm. uh, who's Brad Pitt's right-hand man. And he's just a typical sort of preacher guy in a war movie. You know, he's mm -hmm. always quoting the Bible when everyone's out fucking girls and drinking. He's like reading from his Bible and telling people, you know, don't a leave godly us straight. Man. Yeah, he's a godly man. He plays it really well. And when he did that movie, he went so far into it that he, he where he said he found religion. Oh. But the character is so good. Bible is such a good character. And that name is dope too. Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like Reverend, Bible. Preacher, Preach. You know, it's always like that. Yeah. Bible. I was like, that's dope. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> like Bible. a cool name to it. Yeah. And then uh, he's such a good side character in that. And then thinking about uh, Creeper, he's such a good side character yeah. where they make the movie. And then if you think of Lawless, that's really Tom Hardy's movie. Yeah. Well, Shia, Shia LaBeouf's. He's like one of the brothers. Yeah, he's but, like the narrator. But I wouldn't say like it's. Like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that he's equally the main character. He's, like, telling how badass his brother is. Yeah. That's his job. Yeah, he's right? telling, he's, like, his brother's story. His brother's story, right. Because, mm -hmm. uh, what's his name, dies at the end. And he's like, oh, that's how he died, because he falls in the fucking river while drinking. I thought he, no, I didn't think he died. I thought they, is that how he died? Yeah, at the end, they have that big shootout, and I he gets shot that. twice. And he gets his fucking throat slit, head almost, and, like, at the very end, they say, he he's trying to dance because the whole movie they're like dance come on Forrest you know how to dance and, oh. and Tom Hardy's like oh I'm gonna dance for you yeah then he's by himself and he starts doing like a little jig he's like do 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 then he slips and falls in the water and he gets pneumonia and dies that way okay <laughs> that so I I remember that scene but for some reason I didn't think that's how he died yeah it's but it's so funny because but when I used to drink a lot too my brother's like that's how because one time I walked out of a bar. And I almost walked right in front of a bus. And I was, Jeez, it's just, it was one of those, yeah, yeah, I know. It was one of those moments where I was like, I need to stop drinking like this. Yeah. But I was like, what if I just die? And then my brother's like, that's how people, the drunks yeah. die all the time. They yeah. fall off a curb or they do something stupid. I, I would have got hit by a bus. <laughs> this guy's trying to do funny. a dance in front of some ice. He's all, do, do, do. Slips. And he says it too, like, yeah, that's how it went out. Because <laughs> at the end, they have their families and they're all kind of yeah. chilling and it's like a happy ending. And then 
what took him out was some fucking water. Wow. Some yeah. extra cold water. Some extra cold water. He's also really good on uh, Disturbia. Have you seen that? Oh, I yeah. I've seen it a long time ago. That movie used to scare me and my sisters. Really? Yeah, yeah. because we watched it when we were pretty young. Right, because it did come out when you And then the guy is like... The guy, the crazy creepy guy is mm-hmm. like so crazy and creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we actually like last month it was on Amazon Prime too, I think, and mm-hmm. we watched it again. And it wasn't as scary, but it's definitely a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Right? It's a good PG movie. Like yeah. it, most horror movies that are rated PG thirteen, you could pretty much say they suck. Yeah. Say like ninety percent of them, ninety five percent. Horror movies in general are really hard to get into. There has to be a really good director, a good storyline. Yeah, to, for me at least. I think horror movies are just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Especially nowadays, they've gone towards more gore. We're mm-hmm. like, well, let's just cut this guy's eyeball out. And you're like, that's not scary. It's yeah. just nasty, you know? Yeah. So, Disturbia is one of those where it actually has a good plot line and it has a good story. Yeah. I watched it recently. That's the only reason I brought it up. But he's like, done he's done so many good movies, but I, I really like him as a, a starring side character. I think he does really well. Yeah, which is, I feel like, hard for an actor. Not many actors, like, can shine as both, mm-hmm. but really be convincing as a side character. Did you see, uh, well, I'm just on the Brad Pitt train too. Have you seen <laughs> uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Let's well, Leonardo DiCaprio's movie where Brad Pitt's yeah. character is so badass that uh-huh. it's just, he really steals it. But he's one of those guys too that could be a funny side character. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, but anyway. Gotta yeah. love him. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. <laughs> so that's all our time for Shia LaBeouf today. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa might be moving to this area, and Shia LaBeouf lives out here, so yeah, who knows what'll go down. Yeah, I heard, yeah. Anthony told me, I was thinking about, like, moving out here, and then he, we got another conversation about movies, and he was like, yeah, Shia LaBeouf lives near here, Matthew Gray Goobler lives near here, and I was just like, done deal. That's so I'm funny moving. that you watch Criminal Minds. Okay, I just started watching Criminal Minds. You're like, in for a treat, my friend. <laughs> well, and the show's from 2005 to 2020, and I'm barely watching it. I had no idea the show even existed. The only thing that's weird... Is and that Matthew w- Gray Goobler is 40 and I'm 24 and I would still date him? No, not at all. Okay. That's normal, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for I've women, never, that's normal. Maybe for women, yeah. I'm, that's He's closer to my dad's age than he's closer to mine. My dad's only 47. Yeah, guys in their twenties just fucking suck. They really Even do. Thirties really kind of suck, and yeah, I, I just became a human not too long ago, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's weird to me. And I see <laughs> the difference. Yeah, it's weird to me, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, that girl has feelings. Feelings. <laughs> and I need to care about. Them. <laughs> yeah, I should not fucking just be an asshole. Yeah. But um, the only I think I've noticed this too in TV shows is the cell phones. What do you mean? Like the like if you see a, a show like the only thing that Criminal Minds would throw you off is the earlier episodes they use like the little flip phones. Yeah. You know, but but that's from two thousand five, so it wasn't the weren't those the phones around? I don't know. I just feel like iPhones are like the new thing, and when you see the they get iPhones in the later episodes. Oh. Uh, so it's just kind of see the transition. It's one of those things I notice. Yeah. And that's what's cool about movies from the nineteen fifties or stuff like that is, like, oh, it's not going to get outdated almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but. It still holds up pretty well, though. I like Criminal Minds a lot. I've watched that series, I think, like three or four times. All of it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So mm-hmm. I just, I, I dove into the second series, or season, sorry. Uh-huh. I didn't even watch the first season yet, because I was just like... It's, yeah, it gets better. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So I started out the second season. I'm only on in season three, and I do really like it. It's not my usual show that I would watch, but... It's good. And then I yeah. think Matthew Gray Goobler is cute. So, you know, love to watch him. Yeah, he gets his character gets better. They get rid of all the shitty characters because there's that mm-hmm. one girl, Elle. Elle. She's like the skinny Hispanic girl. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. can't stand her. Yeah. So they get rid of, like, some people that... Oh, yeah. Okay, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Did you see the Native American episode? No. No. Um, Which one is that? There's one where they go to investigate some crimes, and it's on Native American, like, sovereign land, but uh-huh. there's an FBI they can go on that land. Uh-huh. And they do a whole investigation episode on it, but... No. I like how they throw some Native episodes in there once I in a like while. how uh, Criminal Minds is, like, so... They were so woke before the time because if you yeah. look at it, all of their subs are white males. Mm-hmm. Like they, I don't know. They're just like when they try and profile someone, they're always like, this is um, like, you would think that it's this type of minority, but really like because of their confidence and blah, 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 blah. Like it's a middle-aged like white male, like this <laughs> is that. And I'm just like, yeah, it is a middle-aged white male. <laughs> you sons of bitches. I thought yeah. you were talking more about... Because in the, the show, there's, like, transgender people. Oh, yeah. There's every... That, too. Yeah, there's the gay killers. Like, everyone's on the spectrum. Like, yeah. the reason why they kill... Um, so, I like that. It's 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 really broad. Like, they have episodes where they go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. They go overseas. They do, you know, spots in, like, South Central. They do... Yeah, you could learn so much from that show. Yeah, and they always do... Like the typical episodes where they'll have like a voodoo episode. That's why I said there's a Native American mm. episode. I was watching this show Longmire on Netflix. I don't know what that is. It's really, it's a sort of an old school show. It has, um, okay, so for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Marissa, you probably know this, but the problem with Native American land is that it's a sovereign nation, right? Uh-huh. So white people or non-natives, I should say. Fucking <laughs> 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 white people. Non-natives, they can come on the land, commit a crime, and if the Native American, uh, the tribal police doesn't get them, they can go off of it and they get away with it. Because mm. there's no communication between, yeah. like, say, you know, uh, Huntington Beach police and the Shumash tribe or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's no communication. So that's what would happen a lot of times. Yeah. Is people, outsiders would go on to the res land, steal uh molest rape women and stuff like that and then bounce yeah so it's kind of about that oh which is good because it gives you a little perspective on how fucked up things are on the res yeah because people talk about poverty and stuff like i don't mean get all political on this but mm-hmm. people talk about poverty and stuff like that but if you go on like a reservation those people are fucking poor yeah there's no government assistance like yeah. they're not getting help that's why they had so many problems with covid right like because they weren't getting help yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I, I think Native Americans, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot because we're so, like, this is our shit. Like, yeah, they don't but want sometimes outside. we need a little help. Yeah, but at this point, they're like, we don't fucking want anyone yeah. helping us. <laughs> too late. <laughs> it's too late kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, you know, they've been doing red face for fucking ever. You know, mm-hmm. white dudes playing Native American guys. They're getting better at it now. Yeah. That's one of the things with Longmire that I liked is they hired all Native American actors. Oh, nice. I like when shows and, like, TVs, they actually hire the race to play the race right because mm-hmm. then it's just the best representation to have right and i thought it was funny because well I, anyway the show's good i like it they touch on some interesting subjects obviously that i was interested in mm-hmm. but then the last episode of the last season they have like the old guy he's like the old sheriff he has mm-hmm. like a sex scene mm-hmm. and i was like oh no Ew, <laughs> I was like, why uh, did they do this that's like <laughs> not necessary <laughs> it was not necessary at yeah. all was, like he hasn't had a scene like that the whole series why are you gonna throw it in six now? seasons why do you have to throw he he's prob- like he's all grabbing a boob he's like, Ugh. he probably like, no. requested that <laughs> yeah maybe. he was like let me have a scene in the final episode where it's a sex scene yeah it's like a young deputy and he's like He's getting down with her, but it's it looks so awkward. Ew, yeah, wow. just like some old guy. And he's like, yeah. There's just some things <laughs> that shouldn't be in movies and. Because I was like, 
as they let's show them like hey and then they go in the room they wake up next to each other that's fine yeah we don't we need to picture, see the love make. we know what happens like <laughs> maybe all... sure a kiss or two ah! go into the room we get it we, know. we get it we know it's gonna go yeah. on but he's got like a uh, curly silver chest hair and he's all uh, he's like on top of her and she's like grabbing his chest hair oh my god <laughs> you would never see me doing that i was like oh no <laughs> That is so gross. Walt Longmire, why? <laughs> and then it just cuts out to the end. And then it was like, I'm going to go hunt for some treasure. Here's the credits. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the... Like, they, it was literally like that. Like, the last three minutes of the show, they threw that in there. Ew. And I was like, there was no need that for that. That's such like a... I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is like a manly way to end a season. Yeah. Like it's like, let's have a chick. sex scene. I'm going to fuck and like, yeah. go hunt some treasure. I'm ending up on top. Yeah, I, I just got laid. We're, we're there. That's Yeah, so they wrapped it up that way, and I didn't like that at all, but it's fine. Yeah, so I'm definitely not going to watch that. Thank you it's for It's a good me. show. It's really slow. It's like a detective show. It's it's true crime, but it's more based on sort of the res life. Like, they're always investigating yeah. murders and stuff like that, because there's a lot of problems in the res, you know? Yeah, that's cool, though, that they hit it from that angle. Yeah, I thought it was really good, so we're watching that. and I've been watching, uh, re-watching uh, Teen Wolf. Mm. Yeah, with Tyler Posey. Yeah, I the, love that. Because the, there's an old Teen Wolf, isn't there? Yeah. So I'm <laughs> on the new Teen Wolf. Okay. And I remember it came out when I was, like, ending high school. And I watched up to, like, season three, I think. Mm. And there's, I, I just found out I think there's six seasons. Mm-hmm. So I started rewatching it because Carol is a huge fan of Tyler Posey. And I was like, have you seen Teen Wolf? And she's like, no, I've never seen it. And I'm like, that's, like, the only thing he's really been in. What? Besides Made in How Manhattan. How are you going to be a... T- yeah, he's on that one, um, Truth or Dare, I think it's called, I, where it's I like a horror know. movie in teens, and they oh, yeah, they have yeah. to say Truth or Dare, or they die. Something like that. Yeah, but he's... That's all he's really on. Brian O'Connell. No. He launched a lot after that. Who's he did, Brian O'Connell? Uh, Styles. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> I'm fucking super Irish racist. My bad. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. Brian O'Connell. Okay. You mean Dylan O'Brien? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Connor McFadden. <laughs> Connor McGregor, though. Connor McGregor, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so Dylan O'Brien. Connor O'Brien. Yeah, okay. Styles. Just call him Styles. Styles. Uh huh. Yeah, he, he did, did the Maze Runner. He did those. Yeah. Are, yeah. And I saw the first Maze Runner and I want to w- finish watching the rest of them because I actually think they're good movies. They're really good movies. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. never, like, finished watching them but i did just watch because i actually have a huge crush on him too what's mm-hmm. new um i so i watched that he has this one movie i think it's called like american assassin don't watch that i watched it oh you liked it it was all right it, he was in it so oh, he does no no harm in my eyes we were talking about fight scenes earlier that's like one of the fight scenes where i was like oh, oh my god but i've seen way worse fight scenes yeah the only thing is with his fight scenes i think it happened again where he didn't really fight that much no, it's it's one of those things too. It's sometimes like fight scenes, even if they're fake, they could be portrayed as realistic. But when you see someone training, like hitting a bag, mm-hmm. that shit I notice. Oh, so really? if they're hitting a bag, the things. yeah, and the bag is like they're not working around the bag and they're just like pushing it forward and their arms oh. are bent. I'm like this fucking guy. <laughs> see, this is something I would love to like rewatch that movie with you, so you could call out all those little things. Yeah, because when it comes to like photography in the or like where the director is like the angle stuff like that i can call those out mm-hmm. but obviously i don't know anything about fighting so see when we did the commercial uh, for reebok the director was telling uh the girls oh do this and i was like maybe i should keep my mouth shut and i was like why don't you do this this looks better on camera 
And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, why don't you go in on this scene? So, like, the last scene is me, like, on a ring. And I'm, like, watching them spar. Uh, uh-huh. But I was telling them what to do. I was like, throw this, lean like a... back, and then throw the kick because it looks good on camera. Yeah. Certain things don't look good on camera. I wonder if that's, like, a job position that you yeah, can fight, have. Yeah, uh, fight coordinator. You should get into that. Yeah, maybe. It's just also, too, what looks good on camera for a highlight video is very different from what looks good on camera for, like, a fight scene. Yeah, I bet. Like, I know some guys were talking about doing a fight scene with Sylvester Stallone. I think Frank Grillo or somebody was talking about it. And they're legit fighters. Uh-huh. And they said, no, throw the punch like this. Which is like a sloppy way to throw it. But he's like, uh-huh. it looks better on camera. Mm. You know, if you're protecting yourself and doing what you're supposed to do, it doesn't yeah. look as good. So I wouldn't really know how to do that. But this was supposed to be a martial arts commercial. Yeah. Like, it should be done this way. Do it this way. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they started listening to me. So that but was But I'm cool. sure you could learn. Like, yeah, maybe. Get some pointers. Yeah. Work with someone that has done it before or something. But that was really cool. Yeah. But I was like, why don't they do this? And like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go like, go in there and do something. Yeah. Like, okay, You're cool. like, okay, <laughs> my time to shine. This is my <laughs> moment. I'll go sit in the corner and yell something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's um, he's a good actor. Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. The show, so Teen Wolf is, I'm on season two right now. And I kind of just play it in the background. And it's like so cheesy. I was looking at some of the like camera work on it. And it. I don't know, the lines and everything. It wasn't a high budget. No, no, MTV no. shows are never high budget. I huh? think later in the seasons, they get a yeah. very much higher budget because that show was like all the rage for a while. But definitely in the beginning, there's not a budget there. So, and you could kind of tell. Um, but What's her name? Crystal Reed? Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, what's well, you the, don't like her? No, I love her. Oh, yeah, And then yeah, uh, yeah. the redhead, what's her name? Or- Holland. Holland. Holland oh, Roden? Roden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both good actors. She's on Criminal Minds. Is she really? Mm. I haven't gone there yet. So Crystal Reed, when her character dies, was basically kind of when the show like went, started going down for me. Mm-hmm. I liked the season a lot when Dylan O'Brien was void, as they say. Right. Um, and that was like the last I remember of watching it. Just because there comes with teen shows like that, there starts to get to a point where everyone either like starts dating each other or there's just like a lot of love drama in it. And I don't like that. And they have to kill somebody and they have to add characters and they always do that. So it always turns a little bit, you know, but. But that's when I like always stop watching those shows. Did you ever watch the original Teen Wolf movie? No. Oh, dude. (laughs) Is that better or worse? Oh, Oh, it's it's you can't even compare unless like. When he's playing lacrosse and he becomes a wolf and he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Like oh, okay. everybody's aware that he's a teen wolf <laughs> and he's celebrated for it. Like he oh. plays basketball and he's scoring 60 points a game. So in it, the show though, they keep it all a secret. It's all a secret. Yeah. But in the movie, it's, he's a fucking wolf. So obviously, oh yeah, he's They're a wolf. Like we could all sick. tell he's a wolf. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, oh, his, his dad's a wolf and it's funny. It's really cheesy. Yeah. And at the end. Michael J. Fox is going to play the big basketball game because uh-huh. it's all about sports. Uh-huh. So at the end, he's going to play the big basketball game and he shows up as himself instead of the wolf. They're like, where's the wolf at? And he's like, you guys, we could do this ourselves. <laughs> 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 and then the best, cheesiest monologue comes on. It's a 1980s song called Win in the End. I don't know. So it's like, win in the end, we're going to win in the end. He's all playing basketball, and there's this fat guy, and he's scoring points. It's just this big hero's oh, uprising. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when I used to go out to drink, I would put that on. Wow. So it's like. You'd be the new team off. It just gets you pumped, and it's such a cheesy, like. Gosh. I start drinking shots of whiskey, like, yeah, we're going to win. <laughs> we should have played that as like an intro song to this episode i could do that i wanted to do the, the godfather but i think i'm gonna have to do that now yeah <laughs> it's good it's good <laughs> i tried to show my friends because some of my friends like super cheesy music and i was telling them 
if you like that kind of shit, watch this one. But no, they don't listen. Dang, they never listen. They never listen. But yeah, either way, watch Tax Collector. Let us know what you think, right? Yeah, tell Dylan O'Brien that I would love to go on a date with him. Mm -hmm. Or Matthew Gray Goobler or Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, any of them, really. Mm -hmm. I'll take them all <laughs> at once. <I'm> Marissa! <laughs> <laughs> My God! <laughs> Come on, you pussy. I can fit more of you. <laughs> Well, you think I'm like you think I'm like that or what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I never think that of my goddaughter. <laughs> okay. Maybe one of your sisters for an no, upscale. <laughs> just kidding. You I don't have to keep that part. Out. I'm just joking. I You're like it. Carol. No, I'm just <laughs> you know <how> Carol gets <laughs> that Spanish teaching vixen. Mm -hmm. Um, what's it called? Okay. Well, that's all for today. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye.